0: Hello my loves, welcome to another episode of Vibrant Life Allies, the podcast where I introduce you to amazing coaches who teach you how to live life more vibrantly, to love it and enjoy it, just squeeze all the juice out of it. It is a little late for me and I'm just super excited about the interview that I just did um, and that you'll be listening to today with. Feminine spirituality coach, Halai. Halai is absolutely amazing. She is just super gorgeous and just full of this, I guess, what she would call feminine spirituality, feminine energy. It was just, it sounds a little woo, but it's absolutely, it was not. It was just amazing to listen to her and, you know, how she talks about connecting with yourself and loving and accepting yourself on that deep, deep level, you know, and working through and allowing yourself these emotional releases and accepting your emotions and your thoughts and even connecting to your body and your, your cycle and how that all works together and how, you know, it can change, right? It can change who you are. You have different, you have different aspects to yourself. You are deep and complex. And, you know, you can shift between these these different parts as your body changes and you can just connect with yourself and come to yourself and show up in the world from just this place of love and pleasure that is just so deep and so uniquely you that it's just it's just thrilling to, to hear about and to talk with her and. I'm seeing ways that I'm going to work this in my own life and with my own coaching with my clients. Um, there was a lot of similar teachings there, but just this different approach with the the emotional and the pleasure side and your own personal unique magnetism. it It was just very powerful. And so um, I'm very excited to bring this episode to you. I'll let her explain it um, better than I just did. And if anything connects with you, resonates, please reach out to her. Her information's in the show notes and, you know, get with her and work with her and change your life. You know, live your best life, connect with yourself, live a life of love and happiness. And if you feel like she can help you get there, please reach out to her. You absolutely deserve to love yourself, and to enjoy your life. And I believe that for you as well. You can reach out to me, and I would be happy to coach you. But check out this episode. So happy to bring it to you. And go out there and live more vibrantly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm very excited to have a special guest here today. Um, Halai, if you will introduce yourself. Yes, thank you. I'm so
1: excited to be here. Um, My name is Halai, and I am a feminine spirituality coach. So I work directly with women who are wanting to go deeper with their own spiritual journey and really start to focus on
0: their own bodies and how to get that intuitive connection. Okay, amazing. And that's very interesting. I haven't had a spiritual coach on, um, per se and definitely not a feminine spiritual coach so um before we get into more information about that because I'm sure everyone's curious if as a coach I'm curious um how did you become a coach what's your story?
1: yeah so I actually came from the
0: corporate world so I was doing that for a
1: while and within a few months of being in there I experienced some um, like sexual harassment and I was so disappointed, like, wow, I, I worked so hard to get here. This is the goal. But is this really it? Is this the future for the next 60 plus years um, or however many years? And so I ended up quitting my job after about two years of working in it. Went to go travel the world, explore, find myself. Didn't find myself, as they say. Um, you weren't and, out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I did the things. I you know, I backpacked, I worked in hostels, restaurants, bars, and, you know, was making sometimes $1 a day for a tour. and It was amazing. It's so cool to get out of that corporate world, but also I yeah. still lack that fulfillment and the pressure that I had for my parents to get back into the work world and start making a career for myself. Um, I ended up going back into corporate and thinking, okay, this is it. I'm going to find myself now. Now I have more clarity Still didn't work. Um, So I started doing health and wellness um, business on this side. And as I got deeper in that, I realized how everything is internal. Anything that happens in our external world, any physical ailment, weight gain, headaches, all that stuff is just a byproduct of what's going on inside and the energy within. So from there, I found myself just drawn to this type of work and ultimately teaching it as my journey deepened.
0: Absolutely. And That's such a great story with the contrast because there are so many people who think, you know, if I could just get going in corporate America, I would be so happy and successful and that's what I want to do. And then there are so many people who think, oh, if I could just get out of this corporate thing and just travel and and see things, that would be it. Then I would be happy. And, you know, the truth is it's what's inside whether you're happy in either situation. And that sounds like that's kind of what you found and how you now you teach other people to, to connect with that as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And nothing out there will ever give you that fulfillment inside. And that's definitely something I've discovered. And as grateful as I am for my journeys and as much as I'm still the travel person and I love exploring, I recognize that that doesn't give me as much as just me Going inwards and being
0: with whatever I'm feeling. Absolutely. And so, how does that tie into your particular niche? What is feminine spirituality exactly?
1: So, feminine spirituality is the embodiment of love. So, in every moment, every day, every decision you make, all of your messiness, your anger, your PMS, your sexiness, all of that are different manifestations of love. And so discovering what that is and how to be authentic and how to show up as love is how you attract love, how you attract abundance, connection, soul family. Um, So by being in a state of love and a vibration of love, whatever that means for you at an individual soul level, that's how you attract what it is that you desire deeply.
0: So would you say then that a key component to that is having that love and that relationship with yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You only attract what you already are yourself. And so if you don't have it within, then it's not going to suddenly show up for you. The biggest catch a lot of times people think is, you know, when I have blank, then I will feel blank. But you need to feel it first in order for it to physically show up into your life.
0: Right, absolutely. It has to be on the inside instead of just the outside, because you won't ever get that connection, that validation. So Mm. then taking it further with the feminine spirituality, how does one like tap into that? How do you apply that to your life? It's an
1: everyday practice. So being able to honor whatever we're feeling moment to moment. So whatever we're experiencing, acknowledging that, owning up to the fact that Sometimes we're sticky and messy and all over the place. And that's okay. The stuff that we're trying to hide and we keep within ourselves, bringing that all up to light, owning all of that and allowing the world to see every bit of you rather than just the pretty and put together and focused and driven version of you. There's a messy version, like allowing the world to see that by first seeing that and accepting it within yourself.
0: Wow. Absolutely. And you you put that so beautifully. And That's something that that I work with with my clients on as well. They have certain thoughts or feelings or experiences that they don't want anymore. So instead of allowing themselves to experience it, like you said, and to honor that it is there, they just want to jump to the That's not how I feel or think. And it's like, well, but you do right now. You have to meet it first with that acceptance because that resistance makes it cling and try to stick.
1: It's, yeah, you're exactly right. The existence is why it just keeps resurfacing because we, you know, what we resist persists, of course, but exactly. I always like to think of it, um, you know, if you imagine like teenagers, how they enjoy ding dong ditching as kids, and, like, it gives them this thrill. If you come out and you get angry and you get all upset, that that's the gratification that they want. But if you open the door and said, oh, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Come on in. I have cookies. Like, let's hang out. If you truly welcome that emotion in that way, then it would not have the satisfaction almost of getting your attention so frequently. And so that's a lot of times these emotions that we repress, they're just seeking our attention. And so they do, they show up in these triggering ways and kind of messy as a way of saying, hey, pay attention to me. I'm important. I need you. Exactly. So pay attention.
0: <laughs> yeah. Accepting it. People think we'll, we'll make it stick around, but that, you know, that's connecting and understanding yourself. Whereas that you know, resistance, like you said, it just makes it get louder and like, okay, I'm just going to up this until someone pays attention to me. So that's a very difficult process for people to start learning, but life-changing and, you know, truly transformational when you start loving and accepting yourself on that most basic level. If it's happening, Mm -hmm. if I'm experiencing it, honoring that. So there was something that I wanted to ask you about that you had mentioned to me. You were talking about connecting with your intuition and receiving guidance from like your higher self or maybe the universe, whatever people choose to think of it. Could you explain more about that and how that connects with feminine spirituality? Yeah, absolutely. I
1: think The connection that we have with our guides, the signs, synchronicities, all of that is an introduction to the fact that there is more. There is depth into our physical experience more than what we're witnessing. Um, And I think the signs show up as like a very human way of saying, hey, look, this is real. It's not just another coincidence, like the chances of this happening are one in a million, but it grabs our attention. But then after some time, we don't ache for those physical signs in the same way. You start to have the sensation in your body. It becomes so obvious within. And I think that's where the difference is, is. Over time, once you get deeper into your own feminine, you feel it. It's like a sensation and a knowing and just like a deep yes, a full body yes. Um, but the signs and synchronicities and little messages and hints, all that are little nudges into the direction of just your truth coming from within
0: right and I think maybe especially today with all of our screens and so much information coming in that there's there's just no mindfulness there to see the signs and the messages that they would resonate with us but we're you know absorbed in in the moment in what's going on on our phones and we can't see them as much
1: Totally. Yeah. And that's, what's cool about signs. They, they're so wild and random and they make no sense, but that's the thing. It shocks our mind We're thinking, wait a minute, this is very out of place. This doesn't make sense here, but it's cool. It takes you out of the monotonous existence that we have.
0: Absolutely. And it's good to know that there are signs out there for you and that connect mm-hmm. with, with what it is that you truly want. And it helps to be mindful and to be open to them, but sometimes they will just come out <laughs> and slap you in the face. And that's a good thing, too. Totally. So tell me more about um, something you have mentioned about to me about tapping into your unique feminine magnetism, because that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. How can I have it. that?
1: <laughs> Um, Well, the feminine is magnetic, so she doesn't need to do anything to get what it is that she desires. She exists as the vibration of what she wants. So she knows what she wants at a deep level and she knows that she's going to receive it. And so with that, the two combined, she's actually pulling in and drawing in all that she desires into her reality. And so finding your own unique feminine magnetism is what is pleasure for you? What is beauty for you? How do you show up in a way that feels like, ah, oh, this feels good to me. I feel good when I look like this or when I dress like this, or when I show up like this or communicate like this or make these types of decisions that that feels good to me. And so by being in that pleasure state, you're actually pulling in more high vibrational potential, opportunity, all that kind of stuff. So it's just Calling all that in. If you think about it, it's like the money, as if it was a friend, it wants to hang out with you. So if you're cool and you're you're in your fields and you're having fun, the money wants to hang out with you. The the friends want to hang out with you. The lover wants to be around you. But it starts with you already so badly wanting to be around yourself that you are that magnetic
0: person in the room. Wow. Yeah, I, I I love that. Like, I'm really like thinking to myself how to connect that for myself, because, you know, I see that we're searching and chasing for these things and wanting to know how to be this, how to be that, how to get this. But there are those things within us that we could rest in, right, and exude those qualities and attract what we want. So Mm -hmm. is that one of the things that you help your clients with maybe is finding you know, coming from that place of what their pleasure is instead of searching or needing or grasping?
1: Totally. Yeah. And the big part of what we do is figuring out what the blocks are that are getting in the way of you being in your pleasure. Why do you not feel you're worthy of having all that you want, being selfish? Can you have all that you desire and have nobody benefit from it? So a lot of times the natural feminine essence is Giving nature and and wanting to people please and um, having this unconditional outpour of love. And although that's beautiful, it can be depleting if it is at some point taking away from our own boundaries and our own desire. So learning, if I am in my joy, people are ultimately receiving, even if I'm not directly giving them, they are still receiving the abundance and the love and the higher vibration by me being in my pleasure. So understanding that like deeper core belief system is really going to shift and and figure out okay what are the limiting beliefs that are getting in the way of you trusting that.
0: Absolutely. And that is a, that is a very difficult process like you said for especially for a lot of women that they we're just programmed and trained to give and give and give and it's hard to to make that shift and realize that giving and taking care of yourself makes you much more able to give to others. And then it's just a totally different approach when you're happy because you know yourself and you're happy with yourself. Then you're happy because you think you've made someone else happy and it makes you happy to think that about you.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got you there. (laughs) Just
0: roundabout way. It's like, I think I'm making them happy so I can be happy about that. And meanwhile, you have no idea if they're happy and you're exhausted Mm -hmm. instead of coming from that abundance. Absolutely. Yeah. Your your pleasure is not
1: selfish. There is nothing selfish about you being in your own personal joy that actually is serving everyone around you.
0: Absolutely. That creates deeper connections and, you know, just – the way you show up when you're when you have that joy and that pleasure is just completely different for those people around you. It's an amazing thing for them and for you. Um instead of that, you know, exhausted drain pouring from an empty cup situation. Absolutely, yeah. So then how do you rewire your mind, you know, overcome your fear and your self-sabotage and connect with, you know, things like your internal magnetism or your body's natural cycle and just yourself?
1: So what a big part of what I teach and what's really changed my life is connecting with my cycle. Um, So knowing what time of the month I'm in an energetic space where I'm ready to, to start new projects versus meet new friends and be social and date around or be to myself releasing and getting rid of what doesn't serve me. All of that is meant to happen at a specific time in our cycle. And if you work with that flow, it just happens so naturally. You don't reach the burnout. You don't reach a state of, wow, this is actually draining me. Work is draining me. Well, maybe your your body is saying no right now. Maybe your body needs something else. Maybe your body needs to, to be thinking and not doing this moment. So that was a huge part in learning. It's almost like if you have the the i don't know what they call the moving platform in the airport that's what it's like you can walk with it and you literally feel like you're in the matrix or you can mm. walk against it and you look quite silly and it's exhausting you're going nowhere
0: um, so that, that point. that's truly what it's like yeah and, and that makes perfect sense to you know we have that that hustle culture where we're just like go 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 and if there are times when that's not where your body is knowing yourself and accepting that can actually connect you to other things like your creativity or you know what you could be doing at that time that fits better with you physically emotionally spiritually all the parts and that way your results would be much better
1: mhm yeah it's all so tied together it's it's crazy and beautiful to witness
0: so, what are some of the obstacles then, to women who are wanting to go through this process with you and connect and really you know understand their passions and their pleasure and their body? Like, what is the issues, the thought patterns, or what it might be that's blocking them?
1: It really typically varies. Um, but I think one of the most common themes with women, and this is a constant thought with the feminine is. The too much, that I am too much, or I'm never gonna receive enough, or I'm not worthy of, of the love that I'm actually craving, of, of what it is that I desire. Because the feminine, her natural state is like more. She craves more, she wants more love, she wants to go deeper, she craves to have an even more divine connection. Like that is endless. And she knows that it can go to infinity in, in what. What's possible? She knows that, and so I think one of the core limiting beliefs that show up with people is at a, at a deep level of "Oh, I'm too much. I'm asking for too much. I, I, I don't want to seem extra. I don't want to seem like I'm not happy with what, content with what is." And all of that is like rooted in in how we show up. So fearing being too much is also tied into "Oh, I'm also not enough. I'm not. I'm not enough for what it is that I desire." not performing enough. So this is just kind of the back and forth. Everything comes back to that, really. So whatever we've experienced is typically just going
0: back to this core. Right. That core belief of not being good enough or being unlovable in some, you know, inherent way that we can't change. And that's a very difficult mindset that many women, unfortunately, struggle with. So what are some of the things that you use to help clients overcome that struggle?
1: Most important is is really going to be feeling all the feelings. So if you don't feel enough, great. Let's sit with that feeling of not being enough. What does it really feel like to feel not enough, to feel too much, to feel unworthy? The, The reason why these emotions keep getting recycled is because every time they show up and we get triggered by them, there's shame around the emotion. Like, Oh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I am confident. I do feel good about myself. I don't want to uh, acknowledge or give any attention to the, these feelings. And so you push it away and scoot it over. And then, you know, a week later we're triggered again. If something happens. We attract an argument with our partner or injustice with our coworkers or something at work, something will happen. That'll trigger that feeling in an attempt. To force you into that feeling so yeah just just starting off by staying there and a big thing that I I coach a lot of my clients with is video journaling so setting aside time to to actually instead of just writing it's amazing to write but a lot of times your hand can't keep up with how fast your mind moves and how quickly your emotions can shift So embodying that, talking about it out loud, if you need to sit there and cry or scream or whine, complain, get angry, all of that is permitted in this safe container of a video journal. So that's a big thing that I would highly recommend. You know, set a timer for 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever you feel comfortable with. Have a safe space and get yourself in that feeling. Start talking and allow the emotions to come up as you speak.
0: Absolutely. That's a fantastic idea. I've, I've, you know, I teach journaling and even recording what you're saying, but that the video journal is, that's a really, really good idea. Um, sometimes I I send my clients their session recordings because, you know, like you said, writing it down, you might not be able to keep up with your thoughts, but when you're recording it or doing a video, you can catch it, but at the same time, you do have to say it out loud and it slows it down just enough that you can actually hear it. And if you play it back to yourself, especially, and you see that and you hear what you're saying to yourself on the inside, it can be very, you know, opening to like, oh, wow. You know, that, that is painful and that I have these thoughts inside of me. And what would I say to someone telling me this, you know, and that helps you, you know, connect to yourself with that self-compassion.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Listening back to it, uh, watching back and just seeing, oh my gosh, that's me. That's, you know, self-love is challenging because we don't know where to point it. We know how to direct your love in every other area, but this does give you that link of like, I care about you. I see you. I feel you. I'm with you.
0: Yeah. To be able to actually see yourself as a person who is suffering and be, and, you know, trigger that compassion instead of when it's going in circles in our head. Then it's like, why are you even feeling like this right now? <laughs> you know, right. you're, you're beating yourself up for beating yourself up. And it is a vicious cycle. But if you can break that enough to look at yourself with love and compassion, that can be life changing. So you'd also mentioned to me something about emotional release and healing. Tell me more or tell us more about that. Yeah.
1: I mean, it starts off with, like I said, doing that video journal where you allow yourself to release the emotions and to give yourself permission for whatever comes through. Um, But that's a lot of the work that I do in my one-on-one sessions. So allowing people to go deeper into their unconscious mind and figure out where the emotions present in their body. So I typically will ask people to close their eyes and that'll kind of get you out of like your logical mind where you're not distracted by the things and you're not orchestrating a response. Um, we tune into your body, okay? Where are you feeling the tension? Where do you feel the stuck energy? Great, let's put all of our energy there. Allow that sensation to consume you. What starts to come up? What are the emotions? What are you? What are the thoughts that are running through? Is there a visual or a memory that's popping up? So beginning to go into your body, find the point where the emotion is actually trapped, acknowledge it, and then just kind of ride with the wave and see what comes up. And then we start to work on releasing it through the embodiment. So that's a lot of the guidance that we do in, in one-on-one work.
0: Wow, that's great. That's a really good process to help you know dig in deep and identify those issues that we've been stuck with for so long and start that process of healing and letting those go. That's amazing. So what, what are you offering right now for people who are listening and they're loving what you're saying? Because I know they are, I am. What do you have going on right now? How can they work with you? What, what are your programs?
1: Yeah. So my main program is one-on-one coaching. That's the biggest thing I do. Um, Other than that, I also have a course called Align, and that's all about connecting to feminine spirituality, connecting to your cycle. Um, We go through the different stages within your cycle, the trauma that can be associated with that, um, and how to start fully owning it. Um, It's like the first stage is the crone, which is kind of like the release phase. She's ready to say no, kick things out of her life. She's like very, very much like a boss-ass bitch. And then we move into the maiden and she's kind of more like excited and open to explore and she's kind of flirting with the world and she's really channeling her pleasure. That's where the feminine magnetism is. Um, And then after that, it's like the queen slash mother phase. So you're finally making commitments. You're birthing new ideas. You know more of who you are and ready to show up as that. And we finally finish with the wise wild woman. And so she's kind of been through it all. And she knows how she's meant to serve the world now. She gets it. She is able to share this knowledge and she has more of a place in her community and her circle, but having more of that knowing. But yeah, well, we do, this course is all like kind of done independently, but we also do women's circles, which I think is just so powerful to have that community and that space to talk about the emotions, to claim it, to own parts of your story that is probably very private bringing that to the surface and saying, yeah, this is me and I'm okay with that.
0: Absolutely. And that's one of the great things about group work is when you do that, you start to find out that you're not alone and that other people have experienced, you know, similar thoughts and emotions. And, you know, it allows you to be like, oh, okay, I'm I'm not broken. There's nothing wrong with me. (laughs) Other people feel this way too. And we're just all human and we're doing the best that we can.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. It feels good.
0: It feels good to know. Like it's
1: I have support. We're all, even if we all complain for a little bit, cool. we have like a 10 minute complain session and it's okay. It's okay to complain a little bit and have that container and then
0: we move forward. So it's cool. Right. That sounds amazing. And the course sounds great too, because it is important to connect to all the different sides of yourself and to be able to realize, you know, how your body's feeling and how you're you know, flowing through those states and connect with that, and then I I would think after that the one on one coaching like takes it to the next level and helps you really dig deep and apply it and do the emotional healing work. So those are all fantastic um, services that that you offer. Is there anything else like that you would like to to share with those who are listening? Um, today like a message for them or just anything a a takeaway or take home yeah I think my biggest
1: thing really is to follow what feels good trusting what the impulse is that little nudge nothing is planted into our hearts without reason it is there for us to fulfill so if it's scary to make that leap and if there is a longing there's something in the back of your head saying like oh I keeps coming up. I can't get it out. I can't ignore it. Listen, trust it, follow it. Um, because even the little feel good feels will lead you to the bigger yeses, the the full body. Yes. The overall soul calling comes from aligning with all the little yeses along the way.
0: I love that. that. That is so true. All the little yeses, the little struggles that we resist can, you know, lead to that, that big full body yes and connection. And I love what you said about the longing, because I think that's very important that people, you know, know that when they have these dreams within them, that it's because they are capable of them. Like there is a part of them that knows that. And that's why it's longing for that. And to just connect with that part of you and start, Start with the little yeses and start moving into that and becoming, you know, who that is that you are, that you also long to be. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, that is amazing. And we're going to put your all of your information in the show notes. I'll get that from you. But how can people contact you? What is the best way to reach out?
1: Uh, Instagram is definitely the best way to chat with me. Like I'm active in my DMs. I show up my stories almost every single day. Um, So you'll get a good feel for me. You see my little daily tips and inspirational shares, but also my weirdness and more of my life and who I am. Um, So you'll see a lot of that. Feel free to DM me there. That's for sure the best way to chat
0: with me more. I really appreciate you being here today. um, For everyone who's listening, I know that some of you connected with this because it was just beautiful, inspirational message. So please feel free to reach out via DM and Halai will be there to to help you along your guide into the the feminine spirituality. That sounds amazing. And I'm interested in improving on myself now. (laughs) (laughs) So thank
1: you very much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun doing this.